Hey everybody and welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are spooky 13. spooky 13 and uh, to celebrate episode spooky 13, we decided to do a spooky movie. What? As we are knee deep into the Amityville <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah, we did this just for 13. Yeah, we. that's why I wanted to build up to oh, it, get okay. right there. So yeah. uh, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And we are back. We took a little break, but we are back to tell you all about Amityville part seven. Mm-hmm. Or Amityville, A New Generation. All right. The continuing voyages of the (laughs) Starship Familyville. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Uh, 1993. Cranked it out a year after the last one. Uh So uh, same screenwriters as the last one. Okay. There just must have been an Amityville think tank, which (laughs) I think 2009's Amityville movie is called Amityville Think Tank. Great. uh, Is it really? No, I don't oh, know. But damn. It sounds like it sounded would. plausible. <laughs> I'm willing to buy anything as a subtitle yeah. for Amityville at this a point. A haunted typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, same screenwriters as last time. Um, director is a Bamcast alum. Uh, okay. He directed Cop Dog. Hmm. Cop Dog. Cop Dog. Cop Cop dog. <laughs> if you recall, I think that one had Parker Lewis in it. I don't remember. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, there was uh, the editor, you said, was... Oh, the cinematographer ed- is Wally Pfister. Yes. Uh, Christopher Nolan's cinematographer. Yeah. So, from Memento through Dark Knight Returns, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So this is a weird, strange little breeding ground for some people who kind of went on to do other things. Sure, yeah. Um, I would also argue that aside from maybe the first film, the best cast... Of an Amityville movie, in on paper, anyway. Yeah, I mean, there are people that you can go, hey, you were in this other thing. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of the main cast are, are those people. Uh, Most sure. of the main cast is uh, people I don't know. But the ancillary characters are all someone that you do know, pretty much. Mostly, yes. 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 Um, but we'll get to them as we go along in the fabulous Amityville, A New Generation, Part 7 sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this one is about a group of people who live in some studio lofts in some shitty part of some shitty city. Yeah, I mean, I want to assume it's New York because artists and yeah. shit, but... I, yeah, I, it may be, there may have been some context clues to that, but it's just, it's a shitty part of town, and it's a building that was obviously something else that now, you know, a bunch of hipster artists have all <laughs> moved into. Yeah, well, like, okay, so they're in an apartment... Or, or uh, like a loft building. Mm-hmm. It's just a building full of lofts. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's like an artist collective. Yeah. Like the guy that runs it is like, hey, I'm guessing he gives them slightly discounted rent Probably. because... He wants to hang out with artists. Right, artists and stuff. Yeah. The, the, the landlord of the building is David Naughton mm-hmm. from American Werewolf in London and other fine films. Sure. Uh, he's also not a main character. He's just kind of wandering around in the background a lot wearing... Reebok clothing and pretending that he works out a lot, but right. does not. Um, yeah, so we uh, our main character is a dude named Keys, mm-hmm. and he's an art guy. He, he is. He takes photos. Mm-hmm. I believe they call those photographers. Okay, fine. And he has a lady friend. Yes. Bamcast alum. Is it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the lady from uh, Watchers. It was oh, Corey Hames, a uh, oh lady. god, okay, yeah, she seems slightly familiar. But... La la something or other, yeah, La la Slotman, Slotman. <laughs> there you go. 
I could be better, I, name. I could be better prepared, but I just remembered Lala. Well, her agent really did her no favors by <laughs> saying, "Yeah, keep that." Um, so yeah, they uh, they live together. There's a there's a an, an Asian lady who also lives in the building, there's and a little bit of she was in a few movies. Okay, like she she had a brief stint. You were just saying like the main characters were not. not she's she's semi recognizable. Okay, she was in a few movies. Okay, um, and also either living somewhere in the building or very close by is Shaft. Uh-huh. Richard Roundtree. Yes. He, never never quite established where he lives, but he's always... He's, well, he's, friends, in, he's friends with them, but then, you know, disappears for th- three quarters of the movie. That is true. He's he's in an early scene and then gone. Yeah. Um, which is highly disappointing, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so... And rounding up, if we're just going to talk about the cast, there's yeah, also sure. a detective, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's Terry O'Quinn. Yes. John Locke. Yes. Yeah, it's, there's a cast here, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a couple of little other people later who are also kind of famous, but... Yeah, one of my notes, I mean, I'll just go ahead, and, since we're talking about the cast now, yeah, I just... Sure. Uh, at, a, at a certain point, I, was, I went, at least this has Shaft and Locke in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, if, you know, that's where I was... You'll you'll notice as I go down the notes, I start to get more, more and more dejected about this movie. Okay. Just like, uh, all right, well, yeah, yeah um... So this movie kind of dicks around for about 10 minutes, um, not doing much of anything. There's mm-hmm. there's a quick establishing thing where the uh, the painter lady's boyfriend is a douche. Right. Um, well, basically, guys, she just met. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've been dating six days and, right. and she's already sick of his shit sure. and throws well, him out. Finds out that he has somebody on his side, to which Keys replies, maybe you were the thing on the side on the side. And he's she's just like. Huh. My whole <laughs> life is shattered. Let me close the door. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that that's basically the only real plot heavy thing that happens in the first 10 minutes. But um, eventually uh, keys is taking a photo of a homeless guy mm-hmm. and goes over to the homeless guy. And is like, I took your photo. I think it's going to sell for a lot of money. It's really great. Here's $10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the homeless guy is like, wow, that's fabulous. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Just really thrilled. And then he's like, here, take this. <laughs> and it's a spooky mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and Keys kind of looks at the mirror, and the mirror kind of glows red a little bit. And he looks up from the mirror, and Homeless Man's gone. Well, he's walking away. It's like... He- yeah, but at first, he's like, oh, God, he's gone. And there's like, oh, wait, no, he's just over there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. But, like, the funny thing is, is like, this reminded me of, like, spoof movie type material, where yeah. it's just like, where'd he go? And it's just like, you just see him <laughs> slinking away, like, like three oh. feet away. I was like, oh, he's over he, there. He's not very far. Yeah. So, all right. First, my first note mm-hmm. right off the bat, I'm just okay. going to say it. Like, my first note was, they're never going back to the house, are they? Like, at this point in the series. No. Yeah. No. That, that was my very first note when, like, I realized this was pretty much going to take place in, you know, artsy lofts. Yeah. Um, and my next note might be my favorite note I've ever written. Okay, go on. <laughs> mirror, 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 mirror from the smelly bum. What's the <laughs> series that got really dumb? <laughs> Man, yeah, that would have been a great tagline. <laughs> <laughs> How did they not think of that? Because <laughs> yeah, we got spooky mirror. That's, yeah, spooky mirror. That's it's from the Amityville house. We and, don't know that yet. Well, we assume it is because he looks into the mirror and it goes red. Yeah. Generally speaking, when inanimate objects get spooky in these movies, it's from the house. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but I will say that they tie it in. Better than anything else to date as far as object from house, but we'll get there. Sure. Um, 
so he takes the mirror home and is just like, this is ugly. And his girlfriend's like, yeah, that's garbage. And then the painter lady. Yeah, come, well, they were having a little party and they were discussing like they want to put on a show, right. which is and, apparently forbidden in this in the bylaws of the rent of this place. And the guy's like, yeah, I have this artist collective, but fuck having a show here. Yeah. David Naughton's like, I don't have permits for that. And they're like, yeah, but. We need to make money in rent. Don't you want rent? And he's like, yeah, nah. He's like, I bought a painting from you last year. And, she, and they're like, yeah, last year. Yeah. That's the last time we sold anything, you jerk. Um, but yeah, so they're having a little meeting about this. Which, and- honestly, I mean, we're skipping to the end of the movie, but like when you actually get to this showing, it's like, the fuck kind of permits did you need? There's 20 people here. <laughs> yeah, if like, that. Like, this is a giant place. Like, because honestly, you have snacks? I mean... <laughs> you wouldn't be out of out of line to have that many people in one of the lofts, much less mingling among all the lofts. <laughs> yeah. Like, what cop is going to wander yeah. by? He's like, you got a permit for yeah. this Are you having a show? Are you having a show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what in this room needs a permit, yeah. but... Um, so... <laughs> Uh, girlfriend comes out with a mirror and she's like, well, this is hideous. Mm-hmm. And then the, the painter lady's like, no, this is fantastic. I must have it. Yeah. And then she sort of tells a little story about like, this reminds me of the demons that lived in my room. And they're like, the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, they used to dance for me. Yeah. And, and, like, and uh, they're like, uh, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Pat you on the head and yeah. take the mirror away. Why don't you take the mirror and go back to your loft? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's not a lot of privacy in this place. They're all just shouting at each other through the walls and stuff like that. And, sure, kind but, of leave their doors unlocked. So, yeah, you know. He's, yeah, and there's just just this army of homeless people outside, just bothering everybody who comes anywhere. Oh yeah, because the, the very well, the very first shot of the of the movie <laughs> is uh, girlfriend lady Lala mm-hmm. is like looking out the window, and this homeless guy like crowbars into this car just to steal an umbrella. Yeah, to which she like a couple seconds later, like you know, the car alarm's going off, and that wakes up Keys, and and she's like, yeah, this dude just broke a window just to steal an umbrella, and he's like, huh. Must be going to rain today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're like, I don't want to live here anymore, but they're just so nonplussed by it. Well, they're like, just... this movie started, and, like, you know, it's bum central yeah. and all this, and I was like, oh, they're going to move to the Amityville house because they're sick of this shitty New York they live in or whatever. Yeah. No. Shitty Vancouver, wherever they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, but no, I was like, yeah, they're moving to Amityville. We're going to go to the house. And then, uh-huh. like, when it was like, oh, there's a mirror, they're, they're never going back nope, to the house. Nope, they're never going to the house. But, um, so... Painter lady takes the mirror back to her place, and then I don't know where she goes, but uh, previous boyfriend shows back up. Drunk off his ass. Yes, just completely. And it's just like, you know what? All your art's ugly. I'm just going to fuck it up with this knife. Yeah, because he's got like the creepy, you know, murder guy knife. He like, does. Yeah. Like, nobody carries this knife Mm-mm. that isn't going to murder somebody. No. And ever. He's full on like, nobody breaks up with me. I'll fucking show you. Yeah. Um, Slash slash to one of her paintings and <laughs> yeah. Then he starts staring in the mirror. He sees the mirror and he's like, "What?" And the mirror is just lighting up and doing things, so he's like drawn to it. And so he's looking in the mirror, and the mirror starts slashing the face of the mirror image. That mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, that's odd because that's not actually happening to my real face." Uh, but then eventually he just starts freaking out about it and defenestrates his own head through a window <laughs> mm-hmm. which then replicates all the injuries that he just saw and apparently that kills him yep sure does <laughs> he's dead yeah um and as he dies the amityville house shows up in the mirror uh-huh real spooky and evil lights and you know it's yep. like and the, the window eyes. yeah so at this point you know like you i was resigned to oh they're not going back to the house but i was like fuck yeah the amityville house is killing people through this mirror at least you get to see it this time and not <laughs> look at a goddamn lamp 
<laughs> sure. Okay. I guess I'll give you that. But and and also it's related to Amityville House in some way. Unlike yes. That other one where it was like, hey, make a make a turn here. Let's not go to the place where this movie's supposed to be taking place. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So. I, I give it credit for that, for okay. having the image of the house. Sure, okay. Even the last one didn't have anything to do with the house, but the okay. house was there. It, right. it made its presence. The house is just like, I am pissed. I am an angry house, and I will fucking murder you any way I can. Look into my mirror. <laughs> 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 so this is basically when Terry O'Quinn shows up, because mm-hmm. he's like lead cop in town. Um, and it seems like he's going to be a dick about all of this, but it's just basically like, yeah, I think uh, he got spooked and fell through the the window, and yeah, he's, he's dead. He's drunk. He could have heard a noise. Yeah. you know, flashing light, whatever. You know, he's drunk. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Yeah, all right, cool." Sweet. <laughs> we'll take some statements and whatnot because uh, you know, Asian painter lady showing back up. I don't. Again, I don't know where she went. I don't know where she was either. But she was just she shows back up like, "Oh dear God, this is yeah. horrific." Um, yeah, I'd which which my ne- next note is like, okay, so that you know they cart dead sort of boyfriend away, mm-hmm. get statements from everybody, mm-hmm. and then she goes back into the room and like. All the broken glass is still there, mm-hmm. and the murder knife is still there. Mm-hmm. And so my note was, note was, great police work leaving the broken glass <laughs> and knife behind. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, these are literally the murder weapons. If, yeah. If, well, you know, whatever. I mean, they're evidence. Yeah. In yeah. most cases, they would take the entire apartment. <laughs> they would well, take every single... at least take the single... broken glass for, you know, like, sure. okay, let's check for fibers of maybe somebody pushed them through the window or, you yeah. know, it's just like... No, they're just like, eh, maybe he I probably gra- had that knife, but... Eh, you know, maybe she's distraught. I'll grab a dustpan and be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. No, but so she, like, cuts herself a little bit with the mirror to whatever, still feel alive. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just let the paint out. Sure. She feels real bad about it. Yeah. Um, and then that's when the mirror's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do this. Um, so the mirror starts getting all spooky again, and then she's super inspired. Yeah, she paints a whole series of bizarre demon tapestries. It's like, the demons who used to dance in her room. Yeah, well, okay, so but I mean, like, they're not just standard paintings. They, no. Like, she has them rigged up, mm-hmm. like, so that they're basically, like, tapestries, and she has them rigged all up throughout her apartment on, like, these pulley systems with nooses at the end. So yeah. you have to pull on the nooses, which... Makes them dance. Okay, you know, like, I guess that goes with the theme, mm-hmm. you know, but super gothic whatever thing. Yeah. I, yeah. So... I, I don't know entirely why, but uh, David Naughton basically decides, like, I'm going to go check on her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she shows up to the door basically wearing just a pair of overalls. Yeah, she's she she painted all of these just wearing overalls and nothing else. And right. The the implication here is the mirror has gotten into her, yeah. you know, and just the evil is, is kind of fucking with her. So... <laughs> but by no... Well, because, like, you know, she's, she's turned evil and basically, like... Because David Naughton had some lady, like, they, their first scene, like, they they ride up on a bicycle built for two. Yes. Like, like, I don't know. It's just like, why don't you just ride up on a couple of penny yeah. farthings? Pushing you? homeless people yeah. out of the way. Like, like, excuse me, we live here on our bicycle. Yeah. But so, like, he's got some lady that we basically never see again throughout the rest of the movie, essentially. She's there a couple times. Uh, yeah, she, is show, she does show up at the end. But, like, it, it's just kind of weird. It's like... Anyway, like she starts seducing him because it's like, you know, she's evil and mm-hmm. she's only wearing overalls. And my note was like, but how can you be hot? Ugh, you have paint on your overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's a, not another teen movie reference right. if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, so yeah. It, yeah, she starts seducing him, and then Terry O'Quinn comes to the door. Right, yeah, like, oh, I took all these <laughs> statements, and I didn't have you sign them at the time. Can you sign them now? Yeah. Which, it's like, first she's like, sure, I'll sign mine. And then she's like, hey, keys! Yeah. And he comes over and signs it. It's like, yeah, what, what about, uh, whatever his name, Dick something, I don't remember. Yeah, Dick. Because they kept making Dick jokes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then she's like, hey, Dick, you want to come out here and sign this? And he's just like, sheepishly coming from around the tapestry. Yeah, like, he's oh, been hiding with his shirt hi, off. Hi. Like, <laughs> hi. Yeah, and Keys is like, oh dick mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so nothing comes from this like really nothing comes from this except later at the gallery at the end the either girlfriend or wife of david naughton is just like fuck you i just don't I, whatever just get away from me right that's really literally nothing else comes from this mm-hmm. um but so then it, right, so this is the part of the movie where it starts going real wacky because uh, like <laughs> Your, your typical Amityville storyline involves the mirror picks somebody and that's going to be like their vessel for evil or whatever. Yeah. And you think because she has the mirror and the overalls and all that and it's like she's going to be the evil one. But no, mirror's like, hey, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Because it does in a really weird way, too, because like she's looking in the mirror and there's her, you know, her mirror image and the mirror image is like, hey. Why don't you, let's put this noose around our head. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Let, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, that seems that seems legit. Yeah, which, of course... How could know, that go wrong? Yeah, and of course she gets hung. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> yeah, w- which, if you think about it, like, Terry O'Quinn comes back out, because, you know, now they have a suicide, and, mm-hmm. uh, well, they think it's a suicide, and I, I, I was just like, I, I try not to do these with movies where, like, you know, reality versus fiction, mm-hmm. but, like, Everyone is just kind of like, yeah, this seems like a thing that should happen, like two two dead bodies in two days, and eh, you know, yeah. let's just keep going on with their little art show <laughs> bullshit, right? Like, I, I don't know. It's just like I said, I I kind of started to really tune out on this movie at this point because I was just like, well, I thought it was going to be a tr- a change, and you know, it was going to be a lady possessed for once, mm-hmm. and I thought that's interesting at least. Yeah, but no, no. it's like mirrors in her possession, and is like, no, nah, you're not good enough. Yeah. Okay. I, it, like all my notes basically stop until the very okay. end at this point. So I mean, I I could sum up what happens throughout the rest of the movie, but maybe you have more details you'd like to share. Well, so there's a bit where Terry O'Quinn calls right after uh, right. Painter Lady dies. Well, like yeah, like we see her die, and then no one's discovered the body right, yet, exactly. as far as we know. Yeah. Terry O'Quinn calls Keys in the middle of the night and is like, I, "We need you to come identify a body." Which again, who the fuck does that? Like don't you know. don't just say like, "Hey." Um, I, we need to ad- you to identify a body. Yeah. Surprise! Yes, I wonder who it is. Yeah. Um. To which, like, the girlfriend immediately asks, "Well, who is it?" <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know." They want us to tell them and who it is because he started having like sort of like dreams. He's having he, he, some sort of flashbacky dream yeah, thing, and you know, he just is basically like, "It's Suki." Yeah. You know the you know Asian yeah. lady, and, and it's like <laughs> so they race down and they wheel out a body and they uncover it, and it's the bum guy from the beginning, right? And to, he, and but he, it's and hard for us to tell that, and he doesn't indicate it either. Mm-hmm. So for a while, it's like who I don't know who the, who is this. Right. <laughs> but I mean, they they both very visibly are like, oh, yeah. it's not her. They man, they whip this this sheet off the dead guy too, and they're just like, oh shit, okay, good. It's and, just some old dude. <laughs> and again, like I mean, it's weird because so many movies, as the Banff cast, we love tropes in yes. movies. Yes, we and do. for some reason. The tropes in this movie were pissing me the fuck off <laughs> because, like, they have, uh, you know, whatever he be, uh, 
The coroner? The coroner. Just like the nonplus, like, I'll eat and yep. shit around dead bodies guy. And it was just like, fuck you, guy. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Just this one was just like, I don't know. Fuck you, guy. Yeah, like, as soon as I saw the coroner come in, I'm like, he's going to start eating, isn't he? Because yeah. this it's this kind of movie where right. they're just like, that guy's got to eat. Yeah. Well, he's a also, coroner. Well, also, he's just like, well, because he starts to kind of get concerned. He's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, I, I I don't know. He's having, Keys is like having an existential crisis about this dude. And, and he kind of has this brief moment where... They'd had a conversation about how he never knew his dad earlier, and all of a sudden, he's just kind of like, you could see it in his eyes, like, dad, maybe, Mm -hmm. dad, like, maybe this this reminds me of my dad. I don't Mm -hmm. know. This could be my dad. Yeah, I don't know. And then he's just like, well, what's going to happen to him? You know, is he going to receive a proper burial? And and the the corner guy's like, yeah, probably in several pieces. (laughs) (laughs) You know, eating on his apple. It's like, fuck you, guy. Yeah. And so he's immediately like, well, I'd like to pay for his proper burial. And Terry O'Quinn is immediately like, why? What do you know? Who is he? (laughs) He's like, dude, I don't know. I just want to I just want to bury this guy. Is that a problem? He's like. All right, yeah, uh, we'll yeah make whatever. Yeah, so um, he goes. He goes out to where the the funeral has happened, and mm-hmm. they just finished burying him. And Terry O'Quinn's just hanging out there, and uh, he's like, "Oh, so he's in there, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, we buried yeah, him." Yeah, he's, he's and to... here's here's the headstone. Take well, a look. Well, like, uh, so it's like it's one of those you know not a headstone, but like yeah. the grave marker yes. type, you know, the cheaper thing. And so like a lady like while they're out there is coming out to actually you know it's just a blank mm-hmm. stone, and she's like tacking the plaque on it or whatever right okay so one thing happened before this is Mm -hmm. that he was in okay so uh david naughton has discovered the painter lady right so that happened like later because like the amityville ghost dropped her out of (laughs) wherever and david naughton finds her and freaks out so the cops come out and deal with that and at one point uh keys is holding onto the mirror and turns it over and there's a name on it that Mm -hmm. says Bronner. Uh And he's just like, Bronner? I don't know what that is. Um, So That's right, because when he goes out to... He's... Like, because when they're tacking the gravestone on it, it has that guy's name on it. Yeah, it has that name on it, but he doesn't he doesn't react to that. Like Mm -hmm. we're reacting to it because we've seen him see the name on the mirror and now we see it on this gravestone. We're like, oh, okay. No, but he, however, highly reacts to the fact... (laughs) That it says what James Brower or what Bronner or whatever it is. And then at the bottom, it's like, you know, loving, devoted father to Keys, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. And he's just like, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck said that? This, who? What? Derek Quinn's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's probably just, probably just a misunderstanding yeah. because you paid for it. Yeah, and, it's just a paperwork mistake. It's all right. Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> and he's and, just like, well, this is not funny. Well, because like... Bef- yeah, I think even before that came out, he was like, are you are you sure you're, you we haven't actually gotten your money for paying for this? Are you sure you're going to want to? Because, you know, we figured out who he is because he has a criminal record mm-hmm. and he basically hands him a printout, you know, from the microfilm or whatever. Yes. It's like he committed the Amityville murders, which, again, you know, whatever. We've changed the name of the Amityville murderer like 17 times now. The, the situation and the uh, name has changed. This is the third iteration mm-hmm. of whatever. Right. Um, but essentially, he's the, you know. The He's, guy who murdered, basically the guy who committed the murders before the James Berlin right. one. Or if you really want to dig deep, he is the kid who survives the end of the second movie. Sure. Depending okay. on, you know, if you just yeah. want to, however you want to do it. Yeah. Um, but so there is a direct tie to the Amityville mythology in this. Yeah. And I appreciate that because it seemed like no one was ever going to do it again because everyone just keeps suing everybody and it's just, right. no one can tell the goddamn story. Um, 
but yeah, so at that point, I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. I, even though you've changed the name, I'm on board with this. Let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, the bomb was the guy that survived, and essentially he's been in a mental institution mm-hmm. until that damn Reagan cut mental funding, and we just, he slipped through the system and got out. The hell? I, I don't mental know. Mental funding. Yeah, mental funding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Reagan apparently let out all the crazies, and uh, that this is what happened. They, they became homeless and gave people mirrors on the street. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so he's like, okay, I got to go investigate. Yeah, where, where was he? Where was he locked up? Yeah. I, I gotta go wherever it is. So he goes to the mental health hospital, which is like still staffed, but there's nobody there doing anything. It's just a nurse mm-hmm. uh, who's Lynn Shea, who's mm-hmm. been in a million fucking movies. Yep. Um, and she's like super weird and flirty throughout this whole thing, which is really kind of odd and awkward. But yeah, a little bit. Know, whatever. <laughs> you want to have fun with your scene? Go ahead. Um, and she's just basically like gives him the whole story. And yeah, he lived over on this wing that's essentially closed now. So yeah. when you go over there, be careful because it's essentially abandoned. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll just I'll I'll go check it out. And she's like, yeah, you guys always want to check it out, don't you? He's <laughs> like, oh, he, well, he's like, she's like, did you know him? And he's like, yeah, well, you gave me something. And she's like, it's a mirror, wasn't it? And he's like, how the fuck do you know that? And she's like, I'm, I'm there second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she talks like Harry Busey in our movie. Hey, hey, it was it a mirror? <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was a mirror, but Oh man, <laughs> um, I love mirrors. <laughs> you know what mirror stands for? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, he's just like, okay, weird lady, I'm just going to go over and check out the weird, creepy room. You know what I call mirrors? (laughs) Eye walls. (laughs) You know, because they're like mirrors to the soul. (laughs) Oh, man, that would have been good. It's a weird, (laughs) busy cameo here. Um, Yeah, so he goes over to the wing and, and starts, like, remembering something. He sees, like, a... He sees a window that, quite honestly, looks like one of the hatches from Lost, which really starts fucking with my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but it fucks with his brain, too, because he's like, wait a minute, I saw this when I was a kid. And then, so, he gets into the room, mm-hmm. and is just looking at it, it's just an abandoned room, but then he thinks he's locked into it. And then, he's suddenly flipping out and flashing back to what he thinks happened when he was a kid, right. which was his... It- mother it's all bizarre because basically he he flip-flops and he becomes Bronner locked in the in the room right a couple of orderlies take him out to meet his wife and his son which is him when he's a kid it's it's weird because he is him mm-hmm. in this flashback and he knows he's him in mm-hmm. this flashback and he's telling everybody this and they're like shut up crazy person they're punching him out and just like mm-hmm. come on you're going to go meet your kid punch 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 uh, <laughs> So they drug him up and wheel him into this, you know, communal room to to meet the, the his wife and kid. And he's like, Mom, she's like, the and fuck? she's like, what the yeah. hell? And and then he then he like he like transfers yeah. over to yeah. the kid. Yeah. He like his his memory leaves the dad and goes over to the kid. Mm-hmm. And then as the kid, he watches the dad beat the mother to death. Mm-hmm. Um, to which, which like the orderlies are just like hanging out in the back like not doing anything and they take a good two minutes to get over there and put a stop to this but by then it's too late um, which was not a part of his past that he'd previously shared no yeah it was just yeah I don't know my I didn't know my dad yeah whatever and then it became oh wait no yeah, <laughs> I do dad, know my dad my dad murdered my mother and I, I guess I'm an orphan yeah you think he would have had better vision yeah his, his orphan vision was off yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, eventually he snaps out of that, but he quantum leaps throughout this memory. <laughs> Technically, he wasn't an orphan. Not until 
His dad died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. so okay, that's why so he didn't have orphan vision. That's right. Yeah. That's why it was just abandoned. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get nothing yeah, for nothing. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, like, at this point, he's like, uh, does he put it together that, yeah, he basically goes and sees Terry O'Quinn. He goes and meets them at meets him at like the gate of the place or something, right? Yeah, and he's kind of like, "How did you know?" Yeah, like you knew that was my dad, and he's like, "Kind of," but you know, he's and then like, he's like, "I'm the head of this psychotherapy cop thing, and <laughs> sure. and this is what we do, and this is why we work." <laughs> and he's like, oh, "All righty, uh, that's that's." He's like, "Yeah, super if, duper. if we'd been around when your dad went crazy before, we'd been all over it." Yeah, it's like, but that's what, why we're fact? here now because. Yeah. We we look for this, and, and there's a lot of cases of people just being normal, and then all of a sudden, they snap. <laughs> so, we're on to, we're, we're watching you. <laughs> you got your dad's crazy in you. Maybe. Um, so, he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then there's just a lot of him, like, just being awkward and, and kind of flipped out, but not really doing anything, anything about it. And, and still, they're proceeding with this art showing bullshit. Yeah. Because, um, like, I honestly tuned out for, like, probably the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Because, like, there's some shit after that where it's like, yeah, that was my dad, and now he's dead, and maybe I'm crazy, I don't know. And then they're, like, prepping for the art show, because Shaft shows back up. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of talking about the art show, and also a lot of talking about his newfound problem. And it's weird, because at one point, the girlfriend is like, I got it. Kill us. That'll that'll get it that'll get it over that you just you'll deal with your memory if you just kill us and he's like what <laughs> and he's like and she's oh, like oh yeah here's a super soaker yeah we'll fill it full we'll of fill blood. it full of blood and you blood, you yeah. can murder us and then you won't be bothered about this anymore which is th- like the the jackass from the last film Mr psychoanalyst he wouldn't have come up with something so stupid nah. and he was fucking ridiculous well <laughs> we're not done yet because like his original show he was well what started this was like. <laughs> girlfriend comes home from work one day and he's in like full on like I've I've inspired mode. Yeah. And he's cutting out parts of his pictures and making these weird little stand up things and mm-hmm. he's like I it's gonna be like anti Norman Rockwell, like Norman Rock Hell. How did I never think of that before? And like <laughs> they're gonna be like around Thanksgiving dinner, but it'll be like moldy turkey and uh it'll be like fuck the establishment and families and it's like It's the worst bullshit art yeah pretty nonsense much. just yeah. Like, uh, just shut up. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and he almost snaps back into reality at that. He's just like, oh, wait, that's the most rote thing I've ever said. That's really terrible. Um, but yeah, so they, like his display, his art thing is going to be what he calls American Gothic 2, which really, come on. Sure. <laughs> but it's just going to be like this weird Thanksgiving thing. We don't know that yet specifically, but. They kind of move forward with this art show. Yeah, which again, more more bullshit is about to occur because we've we've established via the little dinner party when everyone is still alive, except for asshole guy, mm-hmm. um, that Shaft is some sort of sculptor, and they haven't really. They're just like somebody says essentially like your your sculpture scares me, mm-hmm. and we don't we never see it until no. the very end, which he's <laughs> he's basically built this thing. <laughs> Where it's like a shitty old television, Mm -hmm. it's got like chicken wire on it, Mm -hmm. and a timer with a shotgun pointing at a shitty, or, you know, like the shitty but quote-unquote good chair sitting in front of it. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, this timer is set to go off sometime between now and 2000, the year 2000 (laughs) or something like that, and you don't know when. Yep. And it's a statement on television killing (laughs) your brain or something like that. Violence on television. And... 
And they're like, is that a real shotgun? Like, is it loaded? And he's just like, well, I don't know. Could be. <laughs> it's art. Yeah, it's art. <laughs> so, yeah. So he spends most of the show just like chilling out in that chair with the shotgun pointing at his face. Just eating cheese puffs while right. people wander around and look at him. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all very strange. Um, but eventually this leads to. They're like, okay, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the art show. Now we've come to the coup de grace of the show. <laughs> coup de grace. <laughs> Where it's just like, come into the other room. It's an exciting, interactive exhibit that you will enjoy. So uh, the remaining like living people who... Uh, by the way, David Naughton has died at some point. Um, Did he? He yeah because during the oh that's right he saw Ghost uh, Suki and he something. did yeah th- there was a power outage during the show and right. he went down to the basement saw Ghost Suki and was like Suki you're not alive and then he's like really freaked he's out like, like no no you're you, totally dead you, you, you get still, away from me you still have pain on your overalls <laughs> yeah so uh, she pushes him into the electrical box which of course murders him sure um, okay yeah that's right yeah so they all go in to sit down at the table and they're they're. The plan is that he's going to come in and murder them all with a super soaker, and that's going to be an amazing art thing. Um, meanwhile, Keys is somewhere just freaking the fuck out. He's having some sort of existential... He, he's gone to no man's land in his head mm-hmm. because he's he's ghost walking around the asylum, and he walks past um, yeah, like first, David Naughton's in a cell. Well, first it's like asshole boyfriend guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the dead people are Suki's hanging out. like just all... She got all weird and bloated when she, because she, apparently she was hanging there for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he sees that and he's just like, oh, Suki. Mm-hmm. Suki. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, and then he sees David Nunn who like screams at him through the little. He's like door. a really annoying dead guy. He's right. just like, pay your rent. Ah! <laughs> I'm the landlord. Yeah. And his dad is there somewhere yelling at him, like, be, take my power, son. Be me. <laughs> Do the thing. I heard voices. Now you hear voices. It's my voice. Um, so. He eventually snaps out of that, and like we, we he wake we wake he wakes up or I seem to remember him waking up and like he's sitting in Shaft's little you know shotgun chair. He is, but he's like the super soakers in place of it now. Yeah, because he is he is taking the shotgun. And he's just holding you like yeah because yeah. like there's there's what looks like blood dripping down the front of the TV and mm-hmm. it pans up and shows the super soaker and then it pans over to him and he's got the shotgun. Right. So he walks into the room mm-hmm. where everyone is like awaiting this thing to happen. And which, which Shaft girlfriend and uh, David Naughton's girlfriend, wife, whatever, are mm-hmm. all kind of sitting there going like, where the fuck is he? Yeah. Isn't this like, do we just go on without him? How do we do that? Yeah. I don't know. And he, yeah, he pushes through the crowd, which everyone's like, oh, he's got a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're all just like, oh, hey, <laughs> that's not the plan. Not yeah, that's supposed that's to be a, a shotgun. That's a shotgun, not a super yeah. choker. Um, to which he just starts shooting up the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, Terry O'Quinn has gotten... Someone has left him a voicemail. He called him. Like, before he went into his head trip, he was just like, hey, yeah, uh, I okay. need you. And it apparently wasn't his office because it went to voicemail. And- right. So he showed he shows up with a deputy. Um, and the deputy is just like, oh, no, this is not going down like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking murder him. I'm going to take him out right now, which he should, mm-hmm. because this crazy person has walked into a room full of people with a shotgun and is shooting up this table. Mm-hmm. Why this cop did not blow him away, I don't know. But Because Terry Quinn was going, don't shoot. That's stupid right i just saying that's what was happening <laughs> really stupid like, at first he was like all right well i guess you're in charge and then like he he blasts the turkey like he takes like two shots before the cops even get there and mm-hmm. so he's just, they basically walk into him holding a shotgun yeah. the shots have already been fired yeah um but yeah it's like he shoots the turkey and deputy's like 
oh no. <laughs> and Terry <laughs> no. Quinn's still like, no, 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 no. Let's let him work this out. And 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 girlfriend lady Lala is like, yeah, no, you know, like listen to me, like hear my voice, yeah. like you're not you're not your dad, like yeah. come back to me. And Terry Quinn is just like, yes, you're doing the right thing. Yes, talk to talk him down. Meanwhile, so the mirror is part of this setup, mm-hmm. and in the mirror is Ghost Dad, <laughs> who is kind of like hand dancing the whole time, like come on, son, do the thing and <laughs> sure, be yeah. like me, <laughs> you know. Um, we do get the the full reveal of his weird flashback that he's been having the whole time, which is basically the murder, mm-hmm. um, which, again, happens in a totally different place, a totally weird different place. Um, but the family was all sitting around the table uh, and, you know, dad, who is dead, comes in and just shots, shotguns them all. So yeah. this is oh, the direct correlation of this. And the trigger of the thing that actually, like, set him off and the thing that's been in every single one of these flashbacks is the dad was sitting there doing the old turkey carver and sharpener. sharpening the knife. Thing, yeah. yeah. And so like shaft starts doing that at the table to start the whatever performance art thing. And that's, that's what, what that's what him. snaps him. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, Oh, I, yes. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that sharpening sound. Yeah. Which, Hey, I can't blame him. I, no, I it's irritating that. if you do it more than two seconds. So, um, man, Richard Roundtree's delighting in doing it for 10 straight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so eventually he's just like, ah, fight the evil power. And then, you know, shotguns, the mirror, uh, which blows it into just a billion pieces. And then Terry O'Quinn's like, yeah, sweet. He did it. <laughs> well, except for his final line, which is like, oh, you've done it now. Seven years, bad luck. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. In the movie. Yeah. And they just leave, you know. Yeah. No one looks for David Naughton, who's dead in the basement. Um, but all the art people are just like, oh, yes, bravo. This is fantastic. Yeah. Just super duper. Yeah. Um, I was scared and yeah, yeah. Uh, aroused. Yeah. And exhilarating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he, he shotguns the mirror. The mirror explodes, uh-huh. and uh, that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah, my final note was, am I bored, don't care, or did he shoot the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about every other movie except for this one when I was watching it, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, the little final little twist is that, you know, zooms in on like this little demon head that was part of the mirror, and the eyes start glowing, so mm. whatever. Oh, I hope mm. the evil mirror doesn't come back. Oh, no, back. I wonder if they're going to make... 12 more Amityville yeah, movies, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I kind of had a thought watching this and I'm surprised that they didn't do it, especially considering the same writers wrote the last one in this one in that, you know, the last movie had a spooky mirror that seduced lady and made her turn slutty. Oh yeah. yeah and I was just so thinking, ago. I forgot about why that. wasn't it that mirror? Mm. Like, why didn't they somehow tie it together and just have that mirror be the thing? Um, I guess it would be hard for a homeless man to carry that around and give it to somebody. But Sure. And I mean, when you're homeless, you don't have a lot of time. So if you have a self-pleasuring mirror, why would you ever give that up? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> See me, feel me, touch me, heal me. <laughs> so uh, that was something I was thinking about. Like, oh, why didn't they do that? But who cares? But okay, so giving an opinion about this movie. This is one of those movies where, again, I kind of feel like I wish we had a zero. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't dislike it aside from it being long stretches of nothing happening. And it's really not a horror movie. It's more of a psychological thriller than anything else. It's very limited in terms of its spookiness or there's barely any gore in it. Right. Um, there is some like occasional like, oh, where'd that come from? Yeah. Moments. Like when you actually see the original shotgunning, like dad gets it in a really, oh. really good pr- oh, yeah. practical effect, like out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. That man's head 
blows yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thankfully they don't show the kids getting shot, but the mother and father in that scene fucking get wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, but and there's like a weird bit like back when Suki is is kind of scared amongst all her draperies. Um, there's like this weird green hologram demony thing oh, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. roaming around the room. Like I'm over here now, and mm-hmm. it's like. Well, what's that going to be? And then it turns out to be absolutely nothing. <laughs> An invisible man. Yes. Hiding in her tapestries. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I don't know. I, I liked I liked that they tied this in more specifically than anything else that has done it before. It wasn't just, here's a spooky mirror from the house, but, and it was claimed by the guy who murdered everybody and started this whole thing. Sure. So I give it credit for that. I, I, I give it credit for having this cast that is pretty good and you know like terry o'quinn especially seems to be game for this oh well he was super game for movies like this of this time period. sure like stepfather and all that stuff yeah. i mean he was doing that kind of stuff but i just i i kind of appreciate everyone kind of being on board with this even though it's kind of junky and probably could have had at least 30 minutes cut out of it um i guess i'm gonna go with what i did last time and give it one jocks because i don't dislike it i just i think it's very slow and maybe you could watch it and like 30 minute increments because you, you you'll probably just end up wandering away to your phone which is what I found myself doing a couple times and, yep. yeah um it's 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 just not bad it's just not anything I I, I like the story mm-hmm. so yeah I'm I'm gonna go slightly on the other side and just give it a one bag like okay. I mean I just barely wouldn't recommend it but it's not offensive no I mean it's not the stupid lamp and it's certainly not whatever the fuck the fifth one was <laughs> which was just like not the house not anything right. so um, yeah I, I, it's weird I like I, I I seem to remember and I I don't I'm not writing down what we rated rated these but I seem to remember liking the last one a little bit more for some strange reason mm-hmm. but yeah this one yeah I just like I, I was into it for like the first 20 30 minutes and it's just like when it started going wacky and I was like and you could see the path. It was like, well, obviously he's the dude's son. And oh yeah, it was very obvious from the get go, like yeah. where that was going. But uh, they just didn't do enough with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like I said, I, I I don't know why. Usually, I I I try not to turn on a movie when reality becomes stupid. But like there were little things in this. I was like, why? Why would that happen? Yeah. Why is nobody like seem to care that? you know, one third of your artist collective is now dead and we're still moving forward with this show. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's not like a memorial for Suki right. or anything like that. Um, I don't know. It's just, and at one point, like keys does get sucked into the mirror and that's when he ends up back at the asylum. Right. Going through that weird thing. But you wanted it to be like, you get sucked into the mirror and you're in the Amityville house. Mm-hmm. That's what I kept waiting for. I was like, okay, well, he sort of did like, cause it, he he was. He it was, was first person for him doing the killings. Yeah, yeah. but and he looks in the mirror and and like his young dad looks like him basically. Yeah, which, I just I don't know. It's just moved so far away from haunted house type stuff. Like there's nothing extraneous going on around this mirror. Like things aren't moving around. No, 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 it's no, 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 not yeah. fucking chaos happening and. It's I, I think I think I was also annoyed by his Richard Grieco hair like the whole movie. <laughs> yes. I I found myself running my fingers through my hair right. because it's what he needed to do. Sure, yeah. And it was my only way to cope <laughs> looking at him. Um yeah, I just, you know it's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's it's not awful, but no. it's it's not great. Yeah. Yeah, there there are, so far there are much worse Amityville movies. This is not one of the, the terrible ones, but come on, I you know you you wish you wish you could go back in time and just shake somebody and say just make the proper Amityville universe. You've got 
you can still do the haunted yard sale thing. Mm-hmm. Just have it all mean something. Have it all yeah. tie together in some way. Um, just, yeah, I mean, it's and it actually kind of makes me more mad because, like, we've kind of gone back into the Amityville universe with the uh, fucking Conjuring movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why the Warrens don't have the fucking Amityville garage sale in I their know. house? It's like I know. I don't know. Just like this whole universe just kind of pisses me off because it's like it's squandered <laughs> material. Yeah. In all about in all ways, because like it's like it seems like everyone wants to focus on the wrong thing, yes. including James Wan in his Conjuring movies. It's like, you know, like fine, but I don't know. It's yeah. just, you know, if the Amityville case is what made the Warrens the Warrens, why the fuck are you shying away from it so much? And it's probably because of the bullshit lawsuits and whatever. Probably. You know, it's just it's it's so fucking stupid. Like it's it's weird. Yeah. I, I just there's there's so much potential here for really good haunted house shenanigans yeah. and like they blew it in the first one the second one kind of went fucking nuts for it and mm-hmm. and almost pulled it off entirely like this is what these movies should be let's keep doing this this is why I still love too yeah <laughs> so much um even though it gets weird at the end it yeah it does but I don't know I just you would think even now, like if they, if they are just licensing out this name, like someone could come along and just say, "Hey, let's make a series," you know, let let's do this right, mm-hmm. let's think this out for half a second. But none of it is doing that. So, yeah. I guess I guess the big thing would be to understand what the lawsuits entail, like what Probably. you can and can't say, yeah. and do or whatever. Clearly, you can't mention the Lutz family because none of those people have been right. mentioned by name ever again. Right? Like you can only assume that this is their stuff. Uh, because sure. like the end of the mo- the first movie was like, and they left and they never went right. back. So yeah. this is all their stuff. But yeah, like I said, it's just it's it's so annoying. But it, that doesn't make sense because why would their <laughs> shit come haunted? I know. You know, just yeah. being in the house. <laughs> yeah, you know the, it, the evil got into it. Sure, yeah. It's like it now like, I'm in this lamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, evil Tony, go get in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> The evil just breaks apart in little tiny pieces and just like, all right, you guys go over there and you guys get in the silverware. Hmm. Oh, the army of darkness thing where you just you break the mirror and it becomes a whole bunch of little yep, evils. Okay. Exactly. Ah, hmm. All right. So that's it for Amityville 7. Yeah. Um, next time we will be doing Amityville Dollhouse. Yeah. Okay. Amityville Dollhouse, which is the end of the first era of Amityville movies. That'll be the end of it until the remake. Oh, okay. So, so there's, there was nothing from Dollhouse to remake. Huh? No. Okay. So Dollhouse kills the franchise. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. Yeah, That's... I can't wait to see how that happens. <laughs> like how finally people are like, nope, done. No more of that shit. <laughs> you've gone. You've gone too far in Dollhouse. <laughs> right. So we'll see what that's like next week. Uh, until then, I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow, and this is Bamcast Extra out. <laughs> it's the house on the hill. The house was loud and let